Welcome to the News Nest. Hello, Owlies. Welcome to the News Nest. This is Sparrow. I am recording today from a brand new location that is on my end of it has a new location. It's really exciting for me and I wanted to share with you guys really quickly. Some of you know from um, just from me talking on the boards that my family and I have been looking for our own home for some time now. You know, we just got tired of renting. I'm sure you guys, most of you guys understand that feeling. And we bought some land, but there was not a house on the land, and so we were trying to figure out where to live. And this, it, over the last two weeks, we bought a travel trailer. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what everyone calls these, but some of my Canadian friends tell me they call them holiday trailers, maybe. Um, it's just a trailer that you pull behind a truck, and it's got everything you need in it. It's got a kitchen, a bathroom beds, a living room, everything you need in the trailer. So I'm really excited because that means that we can do a little bit of traveling if we want to, um, as well as park it out on our land until we get to build or buy a house. So I am recording to you today from my brand new travel trailer. My daughter calls it the bus, so we've been calling it the bus. <laughs> um, that is why this episode is so late, because I was moving and packing and all that good stuff, and I am sorry for that, but I am hoping that in the future it will not be a problem, because next month, so your very next episode, will be coming to you from Skip Hop, and from now on, the episodes will be every other month you will hear Skip Hop, and then the next month you'll hear me, so hopefully that will mean that there will be no more delays, um, anymore from people being busy or whatever. So thank you guys for being so patient with me this last week. And another great thing about us actually skipping last week was that I didn't have much to tell you about last week. There was not a whole lot of news, but this week there was some news. So <laughs> yay, we've actually got stuff to talk about today. Um, the first thing I want to tell you about is the title of Today's episode is The Gypsy Petticoat, and the reason it is named that is because Tiny All Knits has published a new pattern. It's not available yet. It is coming up in the fall edition of the magazine Knit Scene. You um, can pre-order it from Interweave, um, so it's not up yet, but there is a thread where we are talking about it. Um, Tiny All Knits has already answered a question we had about sizing and measuring, so she is there talking to us about it, and if you guys would like to check it out, the thread is called I Spy With My Little Eye. The pattern is called the Gypsy Petticoat. It is coming up in the fall edition of Knit Scene, and you can check it out there. I'll have the thread linked. Another really awesome piece of news is we have started a new thread in Talkland called the Talkland Town Square Marketplace. The Talkland Town Square Marketplace. It is the Talkland Marketplace is a magical, miraculous land with wonder and amazement. That is what it says at the beginning of the thread. And all it is is a place to um, link your, if you have an Etsy shop or an art fire shop or you just sell things, you know, personally through PMs or whatever, if you have something to sell, um, you can come to the town square marketplace and link it for us. Um, the only thing that is not being linked within 
the town marketplace is the Hexapuff Yarn Market. Sarojin has decided to keep the Hexapuff Yarn Market separated because it's such a huge thread um, in and of itself. So that is still going to be its own thread. But anything else that you would like to let us know about, advertise your Etsy shop, or if you found a really, you know, cool place that you like to buy from or whatever, head on over to the marketplace, guys. I'll have it linked in the show notes so you can get in there. It's already uh, four pages long of really neat stuff that people are selling, so very, very exciting. The Choose Your Swap Swap is almost at an end. You've got about a week left, um, a week and a half left before the send-by date, and um, lots and lots of really awesome packages are coming in. I got my really awesome package, and it was wonderful. Um, you can go and check out the Choose Your Swap thank you thread to see all of the cool packages. I wanted to fill you guys in really quickly on the um, Olympics. <laughs> We're not supposed to say that anymore, I don't think. Um, I haven't talked to you guys since the drama of the um, games that shall not be named happened. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you guys all saw it. Basically, we have to rename the what was formerly known as the Rav Olympics. There is a thread in the official 2012 group there on Ravelry to rename. There are three finalists that have been decided for the naming. That is the Ravathon, the Ravelinic Games, and the Ravel Rumpus. Um, I think they're deciding between those three finalists. I'm not exactly sure how they're doing that. It might be another vote. Um, let me see here. Doo -doo -doo. Okay, no, it doesn't say how to, um, oh, the, the moderators of the, of the 2012 group are going to make the decision between the top, the top three that I just listed. So they will let us know soon. They haven't let us know yet what the name is going to be, but so I'll keep you updated or skip hop well next month, um, about that, but that's the only Rav, Olympics. <laughs> that's the only news I have for the games that shall not be named. <laughs> And I think that is just about all of the news um, that I've got for you guys this week. There's been lots of chatter, but nothing else really new going on other than those three things. So that is the news. Um, there's nothing new for the quest. People are still um, updating parts of the story from the last task that we had to write the story. So nothing new in the quest, nothing new for the Ravelry games. And um, that is all the news, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into the interview. This week's interviewee was um, Pixie Ware. She was supposed to be last week's interviewee, but Pixie Ware is our co-captain for our Ravelry Games team, and she's co-captaining with Winterfee. So here is her interview. <laughs> What brought you to Talkland? Pixieware says, In October of 2010, I got a PM from Stephanie asking if I'd like to join her new group. I had a couple of her patterns in my favorites at the time, but I hadn't knit any of them yet. I remember in the early days of the group, most of the activities seemed to happen in the thread decorating the talk common room. I don't think I posted much for the first couple of months. I read and I lurked, and I loved all the fairy images and loveliness there, but I wasn't brave enough to say anything for a long time. Then one day, Stephanie's garden gnome ran off on an adventure, and she asked us to guess where he had gone to. 
I couldn't resist guessing, and I don't think I've shut up since. By the way, I think he was delivered to the wrong house by mistake when she moved. She got him back, fortunately. Oh, and then I found out that Miss Tinyell had learned to knit while working at the very same yarn shop where I had learned to knit. Somehow that seemed like a sign. I had found my new nest. Aside from crafting, what is your favorite thing to do? I love baking. I find it very soothing. I've always been a big reader. I remember my mother grumbling that I needed to go outside and get some fresh air instead of sitting with my nose in a book all day. I still read, mostly novels, but I've gotten a lot pickier about the books I, I read since I've started to knit. My free time seems much more precious now than it used to, so now that there's so much... Excuse me. My free time seems more precious than it used to now that there's so little of it. What kind of yarns or fibers do you like? I love all the animal fibers. When I first started to knit, I was drawn to the softest yarns, merino, alpaca, anything that was soft against my skin. I still like those yarns best, but I've also grown to appreciate wool that used to feel too scratchy. I love the springiness and the liveliness of wool. Also, color is very important to me. I love kettle-dyed semi-solid yarn the most. There's so much life in a hand-dyed yarn. Subtle variations in color keep me entertained while I knit. I'm easily entertained. What project of the projects have you made that you remember the best? The thing that springs to mind is the blanket I made for my brother and sister-in-law when they were expecting the birth of their son. I chose a complicated blanket from a Debbie Bliss book that had three completely different patterns with different row repeats to be knit all at once. And none of them were charted out and they were spread out over several pages. So if I knit it from the book, I would have to spend all my time flipping back and forth and forgetting where I was and making, I'm sure, lots of mistakes. So I sat down with graph paper and figured out the smallest row repeat that it would take to work for all three patterns and I charted it out. Completely incorrectly, but it made sense to me. And I knit that blanket. It took months, but I learned how to make a bobble and I cabled until I felt confident cabling and I fell in love with moss stitch. Is there any familial importance or significance to crafting for you? My grandmother crocheted when I was a child with acrylic yarn and mostly using crazy 70s colors. She made a pink and white afghan for me that I kept on my bed for years, but I never thought to ask her to teach me how. My mother was a potter, and my brothers and I spent many years going with her to craft fairs all over the country, so art and crafts were very important and valued in our house, but I didn't learn how to knit until I was an adult with kids of my own. How did you learn to knit, and what was the moment or project when you couldn't live without it? It's a funny process, realizing that I wanted to learn how to knit. I had brought, I had bought a, um, I don't know how to pronounce this, guys. It's, is it Calf Facet? I recognize the name, but I never know how to pronounce it. <laughs> anyway, I bought a Calf Facet book from a used bookstore in the 90s, just because I loved the colors. But I never thought I'd learn to knit anything like the sweaters in the book. Then, more than a decade later, I started being drawn to knitting books, and I discovered that there are some very funny and clever knitters out there, and I wanted to join them. They seemed like they had so much fun. If you could go back in time for 24 hours, where and when would you go? I would love to go back in time to before the Europeans settled in America, just to see what it was like. The wildlife, especially the flocks of birds, the clean water and the forests, it breaks my heart to see what humans have done to this earth. And finally, we have a new question for our interviews. What do you have on your needles or hook right now? I am halfway through the Knit Along Ships and Seaside. 
I'm knitting the arms of the Where the Wild Things Are. I'm knitting a yoga mat bag for my yoga teacher, which is based on Tiny Owl's Some Cloudy Day pattern. And I have a fairy castle in my whip pile that is waiting patiently for me to come back to it. I guess I'm having my own personal Tiny Owl fest this June. And at the end of her interview, Pixie Ware says, Thank you for inviting me. And to quote Steve Martin, Thank you very much. It's really fun to talk about myself. <laughs> Which made me giggle. So thank you very much, Pixie Ware. That was a great interview. And I don't have a limerick for you guys this week. That is completely my fault. I just, like I said, with the packing and moving, I kind of dropped the ball this week. So I'm just going to leave you guys um, with the interview and the little bit of news that I had. And I am really looking forward to Skip Hop's episode next month. So I will see you guys in August. Bye.